Hey, my name is Nino, and I'm going to be your host for today. Welcome to My Immigrant Story, where we interview first-generation Canadian tech professionals and entrepreneurs and learn more about how they discovered Canada as a country and set themselves up for career success. Happy listening! Hey, everyone. Today, I'm speaking with Patience Badze. Patience is a creator, problem solver, and entrepreneur. She's been a marketing professional with over 10 years of experience and a focus on strategy and operations management. Patience is the co-founder of EdgeBD Inc., where she drives growth and business development strategies for the agency. So excited to have you here, Patience. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me, Nino. I'm excited to be here. Yes, of course. So I would like to start with asking, which city and country are you originally from? Okay, so I am Zimbabwean by birth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lived there uh, for the first 18 years of my life. Uh, and then I moved to South Africa when I was going to university. Mm-hmm. And I lived there for 15 years and I was a permanent resident in uh, South Africa before mm-hmm. immigrating to Canada. <laughs> okay. So you've definitely moved around a little bit. Definitely. A lot of the people that I've gotten on this podcast have lived in so many places. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> And uh, when did you move to Canada and which city and province did you settle down in? So I landed in Canada in November of 2019. So essentially pretty much in time to have the uh, Canadian COVID experience. Um, And I landed in uh, Toronto. So I landed at an Airbnb in in the east side, uh, the the beaches area. And um, yeah, and that's kind of where we started off the journey in Canada. I do like the beaches area, actually. It's very fun. Yes, it's, it's a beautiful place. It is. Yeah. And uh, taking it back to the beginning, how did you discover Canada for the first time? I know you had like a long story around that. So, I mean, it's it's funny. It wasn't, um, I mean, five years ago, I probably wouldn't have thought about Canada, but um, we had friends of ours who moved in um, 2017 because mm-hmm. one of uh, one of my friend's parents um, uh, were here in Canada. So they started looking into Canada and they decided to immigrate. They were also living in South Africa at the time. Mm-hmm. So once they moved and they and they settled down, they were just like, guys, you need to get here. And initially we're kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know, oh. we're, we're settled, we're happy. Do we really want to? But uh, the more they kind of talked to us and the more we started to actually do our own research, then we thought, yeah, maybe there's, um, you know, opportunity there that we're not tapping into. And we're firm believers in like, um, what's that saying? Um, make hay while the sun still shines. <laughs> kind yeah. of so take take the opportunity while it's there. Yeah. So, so yeah, so then we we decided to like really go into it and see what what the opportunities were for mm-hmm. yeah, in Canada. And that's, yeah, that's how that journey started. Yeah, um, a lot of people have discovered it through like family, friends, or friends of friends. It seems to be a common way. Yeah, definitely. They're kind of are the ambassadors or, or champions for, for the Canadian brand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. And uh, what was the main reason that motivated you to move here? Like you mentioned that discovering the opportunity was one of them, but was there something that kind of pushed you to kind of make that decision? Yeah, so um, back in South Africa, we we'd also we'd been running our business already for uh, I think by the time we started, uh, in, you know, investigating, kind of checking out Canada, we'd been in business in in South Africa for almost eight, seven, eight years by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were really f- kind of frustrated with uh, with uh, with the growth, with the rate of the growth, which we felt was kind of stilted. We wanted to be you know further along. 
And, um, and then also about um, a couple of years back, we had our, our first child with our son. Mm-hmm. And so we started really looking at what the future held. How do we grow our business? How do we um, make sure we're living in a place that we feel safe and mm-hmm. uh, our kids will grow up safely and in a, in a good environment? So, and uh, so, yeah, so once we started looking at Canada, that's when we really started to see that for the business, we felt that there was just more opportunity in Canada. We felt like the, the economy was kind of set up for, for entrepreneurs um, better than probably the, the, the way South Africa is. Um, so, and, and then definitely for, you know, raising a family a much, you know, we felt it would be a safer environment and just um, have all the facilities that, you know, um, a growing family needs. So, yeah, so those are really kind of the, the two key motivators, business opportunity and just, uh, you know, lifestyle for our family. Yeah, like a future of child, definitely all very important. Yeah. And uh, could you provide a quick summary of the immigration pathway you took to come here? Okay, so we used, uh, or we went through the uh, express entry. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's what our friends, uh, you know, the ones that were kind of champion Canada, um, that's that's the route they took. So it was kind of the first uh, port of call when we started to, to look at it. And so, yeah, so we started looking at it and just went through the assessments, put together our documents <clears throat> to, to submit our application. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were very fortunate. I mean, we didn't have amazing points at the time. I mean, I, I kind of, I remember when I submitted our profile, mm-hmm. it was kind of like they haven't gone this low in the, in the draft for, in the draw for so long. I, mm-hmm. I, I we didn't even think they would get picked, but literally within two weeks, um, yeah. got the invitation to apply and just jumped on it. <laughs> of course, that's pure luck. Yeah. Yeah. And so we came through immediately with, uh, uh, you know, permanent residence from then on. Awesome. So um, the question I typically ask is, what was your first job once you arrived? But I know you moved here with your business. So maybe you want to speak to how you developed your business within Canada after you moved here? Yeah. So, I mean, the intention, like I said, was always about opportunity for growing our business. And, and mm-hmm. so in, from the get-go, when, we, when I landed, the idea was how do we get set up as as quickly as possible and continue our you know growing our business. So how we came was I landed first with my two year old son at the time, and my husband stayed in South Africa because we still had an office there with employees that um, we still needed to kind of manage. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I landed, um, got the uh, um, the business incorporated, <clears throat> and uh, and immediately just started to kind of. Um, check how business works in Canada. So enrolled into an entrepreneurship course um, where I got kind of all this information about, you know, everything from the types of structures of businesses that you can have, the taxing, the financials, you know, mm-hmm. your financial management culture in, in, in Canada and all of that. So it kind of gave me a nice insight. And also through that program, it's, um, I, I managed to make connections because one of the things that you discover is, you need uh, to 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 grow a network to have a network in Canada, so so that's how it, through that uh, that program I started building my network and meeting people mm-hmm. that um, that helped me you know as the business was uh, was moving forward and I my first client my first paying customer actually in Canada was uh, one of the facilitators that was at 
that oh, wow. came to that to that program. So just having conversations with people that were interacting with mm-hmm. and only to find that you know there are some opportunities to collaborate. And we've been doing work for for this uh, gentleman for the past almost two years now. Wow. Since that time. So so okay. yeah, really quite uh, amazing how you know take every opportunity as it could be it could turn out into something much bigger than you expect. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, what was this program that you joined, this entrepreneurship program? So I, um, it's uh, through Access Employment. They have a, a program called Entrepreneurship Connections. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I, I, I actually, I discovered them through the pre-arrival programs that they kind of, you know, the, 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 the government kind of, uh, introduces you to before you land so I'd already kind of started inquiring with them so once I landed the program started almost a, a month into my into my initial stay so mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's um, definitely send me the link for this later I would love to include it in the notes for this episode cool I definitely do that so what would you say was the biggest challenge you faced as a professional starting to build their career their own business in Canada so there's definitely I think if I could put it maybe simply, maybe in two parts, there's the, it's a new environment. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the, the, the steep learning curve of what this new environment means, because especially for me, because I'd had this business, we'd had it for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. You, you almost have some misconceptions about how you're just going to do it or how you want to do it because of your previous experience. Mm-hmm. But landing in Canada was kind of like, and discovering how things work was kind of like, oh, okay, maybe we can't position. We need to reconsider our positioning. Um, mm-hmm. We need to rediscover how to, you know, your your pricing even. How do you package your your service in a way that you know uh, uh, appeals to the Canadian market? Of course. So it was so it was really about um, being able to learn. Um, and to listen to to take that feedback and be willing to change or or, or adapt rather rather than be sitting in in my ways of this is how I've always done it and that's how I'm going to do it mm-hmm. so so it was it was a steep learning curve around that um, and then definitely one of the biggest things is network is having a network mm-hmm. you don't quite I don't think I, I appreciated how much value there was in the network that I had built in South Africa, how much business was generated through that network, because I would say most of our, our, our work was probably through refer, some sort of referral. Mm. In the last few years, it would, we, we barely had to do any kind of outreach because there was always someone referring new business and we had retained a lot of customers. But once you, you're in a new environment, it's kind of like you're starting from scratch, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, so that was really uh, tough. And then COVID happened. We were stuck in our houses. You couldn't do your coffee meetings and you couldn't go for, you know, networking events. So you had to find a way to kind of take that or find a way to do that in this uh-huh. virtual, um, on this virtual, on the virtual platforms. So, yeah. so that was really hard, but um, yeah, but I definitely just, you know, had to figure it out at 10 virtual events, connect with people on LinkedIn make every conversation count, you know, make sure that they, you've, you've made that connection, even if you don't need anything immediately, but just, you know, yeah. say something, connect with them. When something does come up, you know, you can, you know, they're now a first connection. So it's not, it's not a cold reach out anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. So that really helped because in those networks, I actually met some other 
um, uh, you know, people that eventually referred to 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 uh, people that turned into customers, or they became customers themselves. So yeah, so all the all the work that I've done has been through someone referring us in the networks that I've had to build in in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. No, networking is so big. Like I think almost every single person I've spoken to on this podcast has said networking is like the number one thing you need to start building up a network. It really is. There's a lot of stuff that just gets passed around within networks that you don't see online and all of that. So yeah. if you're not in the network, you you just don't, you can miss opportunities. Yeah, you won't even see it on LinkedIn if you don't yeah. have people at it. So I, I totally get it. So could you name one or two of the most impactful decisions you made that put you on the path of professional success in Canada? Like you mentioned network, networking was a part of it, like maybe how you went about your networking or was there anything else that you did? Yeah, I think um, definitely one of the key things was uh, joining that uh, entrepreneurship connections program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it doesn't have to be with access. I think the fact that I joined a program which gave me access to meeting people, discovering, you know, uh, resources even because the, you don't, not everything is available in that program, but they show you where you could potentially get more resources mm-hmm. or support and all of that. And so I really think that that helped to set me up um, for, for success, essentially, because mm-hmm. it wasn't, I didn't have to try and figure everything out or make so many more mistakes before you realize that this doesn't actually work. You know, you kind of, so it almost kind of, um, created some shortcuts let's say to 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 some learning experiences instead of having to make a mistake you rather you you're aware that you know you, this, these are things that you need to think about yep. and it was definitely my first access to creating networks because we had speed mentoring sessions for instance where they would mm-hmm. bring in uh, different people from you know from industry and then we'll just have quick uh, five minute uh, talks or whatever and from there, you create a LinkedIn connection. You can ask further questions and all of that. Mm-hmm. And from those, you know, those um, those connections, I yeah, I built my network where I have generated business from. Um, and uh, and definitely in, I think maybe in terms of um, what what would be the next thing, um, yeah. And I think general and and really being intentional about your networking efforts. So yeah. for me, like, I, I'm not, if you had asked me two years ago now, um, if I was, you know, a salesperson, in my mind, a salesperson, like, you know, a person who can just talk to people and try and sell something to them. Yeah. I always said, I, I'm not a salesperson. I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in this learning curve, I've, I've kind of realized it to some extent, I, you, anyone can be a salesperson, you know, you, you can if you really need to do to get something done, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you kind of, you can adapt, um, you can adapt yourself to it. And um, so that was really a learning curve for me because reaching out to people that you don't know, that wasn't the thing that I did or that I ever felt like I needed to do, you know? So how do you, how do you just reach out to someone you've never spoken to? They've never seen you and just say, hi, I'd love to know about this and that, but it's like a muscle. I just started doing it. 
and uh, you know the fortunate thing is really people are quite responsive on the on the on the you know on the largest scheme of things yes and uh, and the more you do it the easier it becomes it becomes you know more natural that you mm-hmm. you just connect you find techniques of how you do it and and it's really been amazing because from absolutely knowing you know not knowing someone you can create you know relationships that actually can be fruitful going forward so mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would definitely say, you know, even if you you're telling yourself, I'm not that kind of person, or I, I that's not, I, I can't do. Everybody that. has to learn. You you have to learn it, and you'd be surprised once you start. It's it's like a muscle. You just build up on it. It becomes easier and easier as you go. That you put it, you put it really well. I think <laughs> a lot of us have like a lot of misconception about salespeople. We think about them as the guys that like knock on the door and try to sell things door to door. And in reality, like we're all our own salespeople we know we need to know how to present ourselves and like talk to anybody about whatever it is that we're working on because at the end of the day like that's what networking is like you present yourself to somebody they present themselves to you yeah and 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 once you realize that that is also sales like it's not it's not a salesman that we just have in our heads right (laughs) (laughs) that's what everyone's idea of a salesperson is but uh, yeah, and so so it's 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 been an amazing journey to learn that and to discover that uh, that mm-hmm. kind of yeah, skill. <laughs> very North American skill too. I feel like people learn it very early on here, and in other countries we just don't. We yeah, we don't. So, <laughs> we probably don't feel like we need to because we've got yeah. you know, we've got these networks, so we're not trying as hard. <laughs> and the connection system works differently. That's like a whole other conversation about like how <laughs> word of mouth gets you things there, and like you don't really yeah. need to pitch. But yeah, I, I do get that. So you've obviously touched upon a lot of this, but like in general, what would you say is your biggest piece of advice for skilled professionals that are looking to move to Canada, like right now in 2022? I would say start building your network even before you land. Um, I think that's one of the things that I would have liked to know before before I immigrated. So in the time uh, before I landed, I I spent a lot of time kind of just doing my own research, you know, Googling or whatever the case is, instead of actually just reaching out to people and making and start forming relationships, asking questions from real people rather than trying to, you know, read read about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I think if you know you're on your way to Canada, start making those connections, um, start attending events uh, in, in whatever the industry or profession that you want to be in, start seeing, identifying the people that potentially could be good, you know, uh, collaborators, partners, referrals, reach mm-hmm. out to them, you know, I would like to, you know, ask you some questions if you're willing. A lot of people are pretty open to, you know, responding if you if you're genuine about, you know, just wanting to to learn or or, or ask questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had moments where um, I, I would attend an event and I would, uh, <clears throat> yeah, and if if I I think there's a a person that might be a good access into that business, just you know, connect with them. This is what I do. I'd love to just find out how you onboard, you know. Uh, service providers like myself so in the same way with a recruiter to say you know I'm interested in in a profession in this industry I'd love to know you know what do you guys look for when you're looking at at um, you know resumes and things like that and generally you'll find that they are quite responsive they're open to you know having a quick discussion because they also need to you know have build their portfolios or things like that so it's never too soon to start building your network do it intentionally do it with you know yeah and and just have a good technique that's not too aggressive and um, 
mm-hmm. just yeah, just be upfront about what you need, what you need, and yeah, yeah, that, that that's that's really helps. great advice. Um, definitely falls in line with other people would have been saying. I like how you called it. Be intentional about it. So don't just go around and add everybody like yes, about, like who you need, what you need, why you need it, what is the connection point. It's very important to do that. That's true. Yeah, definitely. So are you working on any personal projects at the moment? I know we met the DMC Women's Launchpads and you had a few ideas around then. Um, did you start pursuing any of them? The the main company that's running now is obviously the, the branding and design agency Edge. Um, but so that is, it's got its own systems and it works. So it doesn't require as much um, of my <laughs> time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've definitely started exploring other opportunities right now. I'm working on, a, on an app. Um, it's uh, for, for small businesses, for small mm-hmm. businesses with um, temporary or permanent, uh, you know, uh, stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so physical stores just to try and um, promote shop, shop, shopping local and uh, shopping small business. Mm. So hoping to put that into testing in the next uh, week or so, so that we can launch in, in early uh, 2022, but I'm really excited yeah. about it. So I started to talk to, you know, um, strategic partners about it to see how we can make a bigger impact, mm-hmm. but yeah. And um, so, so definitely it's a, uh, Something, yeah, we'll be putting out the the the, the marketing around it once we we've set up. Definitely send us the link so that I can put it in the show notes as well, and people can learn about it. Yeah, that would be great. So I, I'll definitely share that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, I think Canada is a land of opportunities. So we, if you're here, just you know, try and uh, and 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 achieve all your dreams, whatever you've been thinking about. This is the time and place. <laughs> I I absolutely love that. I felt the very same way when I landed here. I felt like I could actually do things now. So, yeah. uh, well, thank you so much for sharing all of this valuable valuable information. Um, as we wrap up, could you tell us one fun fact about yourself, like something you'd use during an icebreaker? I typically ask so that the community can let you get to know you better. Oh. Um, I probably should have thought about this a bit. <laughs> if you don't have one, it's completely fine. I don't know. What do people, other people say? I don't know what, what's fun about me. Oh, I've had uh, various responses. I've had somebody that has fallen out of a helicopter. <laughs> I've had somebody that did uh, skydiving without an instructor. Like, there's been... <laughs> There's been stuff, but if you don't have anything, it's it's totally okay. I'm one of those, uh, I'm not an, an adrenaline junkie. So normally my feet are on, you know, solid ground. So nothing exciting happening on my, on solid ground. <laughs> That's completely fair. Don't worry about it. Well, awesome. It was great speaking with you, Patience. Thanks so much, Nina. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into My Immigrant Story. We hope you're going to join us again soon.